0: Welcome to Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarno, a weekly podcast from Relevant Church in Daytona Beach, Florida. We pray that this message inspires hope, help, and healing in your life. And as always, welcome home. I want you, I want you, Sunday I want you to come in here and I want you to be ready for Sunday, but tonight I want you to get ready. I promise you tonight if you came in here with pain in your body, sickness in your body, disease in your body, any kind of miracle you need, God's in the miracle business. Amen? Galatians chapter 3, amen, verse 13. I'm going to stay with you here, and we're going to get in this thing. Galatians 313 I'm going to read the Word of God to you. How many of you have been going further in this year in the understanding that, that you, you're going to prosper in every area of your life like never before, amen? And I've been teaching you, and I think it's really important. We've been in a teaching mode, and we're going to stay in this thing, and we're going to get it from every way, you know what I mean, because it's important. It's really important. And I told you, number one, write this down. i got to have faith for the blessing. You know, God's opening doors all over. We just got new doors today. We just got Florida just popped open. Places we're going to go, preach the word of God. A lot of things are happening, but I'm telling you, we're carrying something. And the Lord said something to me, and you're going to hear a little bit of it. The Lord spoke to me in the beginning of the year, and he said, your, your, the blessing is in your birthright. And then I, I knew this meeting was right. I knew this meeting was right in the beginning of the year. And I was talking about, oh, we'll have a miracle service. But how many you know in that blessing is every miracle you need? It really is. And God don't want you. You know what's funny? God stopped the miracles when? When they went into the promised land. Amen? Right after that, coming out, what happened? The miracles stopped. Got them in the promised land. They worked miracles, 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 miracles. And boom, when they came out, what happened? The miracle stopped. Now, miracles didn't stop for today, but what was God saying? He's saying, look, I'll do miracles for you, but if you walk in the blessing, you ain't going to need miracles. You'll just live a life that's miraculous. Kenneth Hagin said that every time we school. He said, the sa- Brother Norval came here and preached it right here. Brother Norval said, the same faith a miracle can get you, you can get with your own faith. Because God would be a respecter of persons if he gave you a miracle and didn't give me the opportunity to get the same thing. My faith in the promises of God can equal the miracle you get from a touch from heaven. Now I'm down with miracles. I want miracles. But let me tell you, if you walk in the blessing, guess what? Your life will be a continual revolving miracle. Remember that? Remember the children of Israel? When they were in the blessing, what happened? Their clothes wouldn't wear out. Exodus said this, there was not one feeble among them when they came out. Hello? They were all healed. Their clothes didn't wear out. Hello? You know how many years they were in there? 40 years. 40 years, nobody feeble. 40 years, nobody coming out broken down. 40 years, your shirt don't wear out. Come on, somebody. 40 years fed. 40 years take care. How many know that's a blessing, amen? That's a miracle, amen? Well, what gave miracle provision was the blessing of God. And when you walk in the blessing of God, God will take care of the miraculous on your behalf. You gotta what I'm saying is this get a revelation of the blessing, and miracles will be in your mind. Because everything's miraculous. Amen? Well, you got to think about it. What do you think? That's the whole thing God had originated from man. So let's get in this thing. We're gonna look at it in the word of God, alright? Write this down. This is what I gotta get you to see. Christ redeemed me from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. Now I gotta ask you a question well, what's in that curse? What is it? Poverty, spiritual death, and sickness. The curse. Now, wait a minute. Go slow. What do you mean the curse? Now, we got some people in here you might not be feeling well, but let me let you in on a secret. What's, what's the curse? Sickness. God never wanted sickness and disease on, on his children of God. See, here's the problem. People read the Old Testament and they get nervous. They go, well, you know, why did God make people sick? No, 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 no. God didn't make people sick. What he was saying was this, that if you don't walk in the blessing, you're going to walk in the curse. And the earth is cursed and that sickness is going to come on you. God didn't make nobody sick. You understand what I'm saying? You got to get that because sometimes you live in sick, you don't need to be sick. Amen? You understand know what I'm saying? The curse is in the earth, okay? You guys are doing great. The curse is in the earth. And if the curse is in the earth, if I don't, why were the children of Israel walking in sickness and disease when they did? Because they were in disobedience to the word of God. When they came out up from obedience, guess what started happening? The plague started hitting their life. If you read Deuteronomy 28, he said, This is the blessing, this is the curse. You read that thing? May, Every single sickness and disease you can find in Deuteronomy 28, pretty much. Every disorder. You know what I'm saying? That? They were part of the curse. They weren't part of the blessing. Well, how in the world do we open the door to the curse? Easy. You walk out of obedience to the word of God, and the next thing you do, that's the only thing left. The children of Israel, every time they came out from under the blessing, they were in the curse, and the next thing that started happening, they started getting affected what they should not have been affected by. You see it? So when I walk in the blessing, guess what happens? Man, I'm not affected by the curse of the earth. But this is important to understand. Now, let me tell you, you got to have faith. Everybody say, I got to have faith for the blessing. You got to have faith. I'm going to go about 40 minutes because this is a lot. I'm going to keep reiterating this because once we get this thing hardwired in us, you're going to have a superiority complex. Did you get that? Write that down. A superiority complex. That ain't an arrogance. You don't treat people jerky. But when you got a superiority complex, you think different than average people. Wait a minute now, Pastor. You told me something. You should have never told me that, because now that you gave me a right to it, now I know I should have it. You got a superiority complex, you know what I'm saying? You're gonna walk on that day and say, no, 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 doc. This is how it's gonna roll. The doc's gonna try to tell you something and say, Yeah, that's good. I understand what you're saying, but I got news from a higher power, amen. What kind of news you got? I got kind of power that God said that he can do. He can do anything. Anything I believe he can do, he can do, amen? He's God. You say, well, I don't see nobody walking in it. Will you be the first one, and we'll write a story about you, and everybody, all your friends can find out, hey, God's still in the miracle business, amen? You see what I'm saying? Now, look at this. Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law. Well, what was the curse of the law? Poverty, sickness, and spiritual death. It was more than that, but those were the big three of redemption. So let me ask you a question. Now watch this, okay? Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us, for it is written, "Cursed is everyone that hangeth on a tree. Right? Now go to 1 Peter two twenty four, please. Just write them down, because we're going to try to get some people help. But how many of you know, I get a revelation of this. I need a revelation of this. How about you? You know what I'm saying? How many of you made God your partner? Yes. When you made God your partner, you made God your partner in everything, right? Yes. Well, guess what? You make, he became one, and you became one with him. Amen? We gonna teach the word tonight. I can tell already because you people, you smart in here. You guys like, you guys are like word people. Want the word? Give me chapter and verse and all that. You know what I mean? That's good. You should be like that. You got your notebook out. You guys are cute. Ready? Who his own self? You got this? You're looking at this. First Peter two twenty four. You ever read this slow? Because everybody knows this one, but we don't really read it sometimes as clear as we should. Who his own self bore our sins in his own body on the tree. Everybody knows 1 Peter 2.24, by his stripes I'm healed. Read the whole thing. Don't we all say that? 1 Peter 2.24. We all know this one. You might not know the scriptural place, but you go what? By his stripes I'm healed. Everybody says it. I say it. You say it. Right? But let's read the whole thing. Who his own self, Jesus, bore bore our sins in his own body. What you mean he bore our sins? Well, he put our sin in his body and took it to the tree. What? Who his own self bore our sins in his own body on a tree that we being dead to sin should live under righteousness. Dead in the Who's dead in the sin? You dead in the sin. Look at the rest part. Look at the part of this. Come on. By his stripes we were healed. You see it? Now we all read that part. You, right? We all said. come on, you're learning. You, this is why you guys are here, man. You know what I'm saying? You're doing great. Ain't you doing great? You liking this? You see it? Go back to the first part. Wait a minute. How did these stripes? How these stripes get me healed? Somebody hung on a cross. You see it? That ain't just that ain't just the beating that he took. You understand what I'm saying? That's what he hung on the tree, and he put who his own self, Jesus, his own self, bore our sins in his own body. He put he became sin on a tree and went up there and exchanged. See now in the, on that tree, exchange took place. I took his place. He took my place. Come on, you see it? You see it? Now, watch this. This is, well, why, why, you ever think of this? Well, why did Jesus come the way he came? Because he had to be a perfect man to get on that tree to take the curse. Now, watch this. His own self bore our sins in his own body on the tree. Come on, somebody. That we being dead. Dead to sin should live on a righteous. And you've been made righteous, right? Whose stripes we were healed. How did he do it? He went up on that cross and took it on his own body. Now go back to Galatians chapter 3 and watch this. Because when you start seeing Galatians chapter 3, he thinks this. He says, Cursed is everyone that hangeth on a tree. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. For it is written, Cursed is everyone. That what? Hangeth on a tree. Now go back. Go back to the first part. Look at this. Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law. Being made a curse for us. In his body he took my sin. Went up on the cross and paid the penalty of death. For it is written, curse is everyone that hangeth on the tree. 14. That the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles. Now you better, that's the part we've been pounding home. Wait a minute now. So he took the curse. Because see, let me tell you something. You can't, you can't curse what's been blessed and you can't bless what's cursed. You understand what I'm saying? He took the curse so the blessing could come on you. And guess what? Once the blessing got on you, you can't get it off you. You can't wash this off. Now let me tell you what happens. This is why sin clouds your consciousness, but it really messes you up. This is why God don't want you sinning because once you start sinning, you lose consciousness of the blessing. That's why God gave you don't sin no more, don't lo- don't steal, don't do all this stuff, don't commit adultery, don't do all this stuff. He don't want you doing all this nonsense because it cloudies the blessing, amen? doesn't make you strong in the blessing because that's the only reason why he came the way he came. He, he exchanged. He wanted the blessing to get on you. He said, all right, I'll take the curse on me so the blessing can get on him because that's what I had in store for A- Adam in the beginning. But that joker jacked up the whole earth. So it's all about the blessing coming back in here. That the blessing of Abraham, now watch this. We got the blessing of Abraham because of what Jesus did. But we got the same faith that Abraham got. Now this is the part that'll get you if you're not careful. What do you mean the blessing of Abraham? I thought we got it because of Jesus. No, we got the blessing of Abraham because of what Jesus did, but it was because of the faith of Abraham that the blessing came on man. Now you better get that because that's important. Now I'm going to go slow. That the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentile through Jesus Christ, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Now you got to get, everybody says, I got to get faith for the blessing. You got to get faith for the blessing. Because here's the problem. Otherwise, you'll try to fabricate promises. You receive promises and you stay in rest. You don't fabricate nothing. You ain't got to work to get healed. You just receive it. You ain't got to work for none of these promises. You got to receive. The minute you start working, they start slipping away. The second you start resting, they start coming towards you. Amen? Because it's in the rest that you receive, not in the work. See, the church is working for stuff God already gave them. Don't you work for it. Just receive it. See, now that superiority complex, why do I got that blessing on my life? I got that blessing on my life because of what Jesus did and because of what Jesus did, the blessing hit me. Well, what's in that blessing? Deuteronomy 28, go there. Now, I, you know, I'm reading this, man, but I hope that God sooner or later, you're catching this thing. Deuteronomy 28 and one says what? I'm gonna keep you to like 8.30. You gonna be all right? Look, I'm going to lay hands on all you people that need it too. And it shall come to pass, if thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God to observe all and do all his commandments, which I command me this day, that the Lord thy God will set thee high above all the nations of the earth. He's going to set who? You. You got the ability to rise above the nations of the earth. Well, what's going to rise you above the nations of the earth? The blessing. You see this? Watch this, man. Come over here. You see, you know what's funny? You could preach this 80 times and people still getting it. That's okay, though. That's Revelation. Go to Genesis 1-26. Okay, you're going to see it, okay? Just write these down. Genesis one 26. I'm going to go there. She's going to bring us there. Angela's doing a great job. You getting it? You see it? He's going to put you where? High above all the nations of the earth. This joker, like, I'm from Guyana, came to America, Ain't nobody know me. God's going to put you high above the nations of the earth. He don't care where you came from. He don't care what you know. He don't care how smart you are. He don't care you got a PhD. He don't care you're a woman. He don't care you're a man. He could care less color. He don't care about no gender. God don't give a rip about none of that. You get in there and you stand there with the blessing of God, you might look like you're in a setback right now. That blessing is going to promote you to the top. Do you understand what I said? You don't limit none of this stuff at the back. And I told you how you do it. You keep faith in the blessing and you keep strife out of your life. That's the problem. Some of you got so much strife going on. Get rid of these ding-dongs that are creating strife in your life. And if you live with a ding-dong, put them in the garage. You know what I'm saying? You got a little ding-dong stuff going on, go in the garage. You don't have to go in the garage. I told everybody, I said, Gigi, I never, she said, Daddy, I don't want to go in the garage. You ain't, you're cute. You ain't got to go in the garage. Daddy's probably going to have to go in the garage. But if I put myself in there by my own will, I'm okay. Because some of you dudes know when you need to go in the garage. Thank you for the no show of hands. But you know what I'm saying? Pete, I'm coming over to the house. We'll go work on something. I'll break it. You can put it back together. I'll fix a blower. I'll probably break it. Right? Come on. You know what I'm saying? You got to get out of this. I told you this Wednesday. We're probably going to go there. You cannot afford strife. You got to eradicate strife because the enemy comes in and tries to block the blessings of God. See, this is what started getting me. If the blessing of God is on my life, you're going to get angry because you're going to get mad. Now, watch where you're going to get mad. Why don't I see it? Then God's going to start working on your character. He's gonna start working two places, your faith and your character. Write it down. He's gonna say, Are you believing for the blessing? And then number two, Are you in position to receive it? Are you in position to receive it? Because here's the problem. You know what happens? Well, I, I'm gonna say what I wanna say. Man, I'm not allowed to say what I wanna say. Because once I start saying what I wanna say, I start undoing what he said I can have. Come on, guys. I got, it. this is what happened. Don't get your mouth. This is why I said blessing and cursing is in the mouth. Come on, watch. I'm going to give you this. I'm going to go quick so you can get this because some of you know what I'm saying. And God said, let us make man in our image and after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, and everything that creepeth upon the earth. Watch this. Go. So God created man in his own image and the image of God created he, him. Male and female, he created them. And God blessed them. He won them. He empowered him to prosper. He barracked them. <laughs> he gets mad. I, call, I don't know Jewish, man. <laughs> he said this. What did he say? Say it again. Baruchah. He baruchahed them. Do <laughs> you know what that means? I know the definition means. He empowered him to prosper. Whatever that is, (laughs) he empowered him to. He empowered him to prosper. Now get this. Wait a minute, slow. And God blessed them. He empowered man to prosper, and God said, "Be fruitful and multiply." I keep telling you, you can't be fruitful and multiply to the maximum until you understand the blessing of God. When you understand the blessing of God, then you can be fruitful and multiply at the level God wants you to. Very important. And replenish the earth and subdue it. That's where dominion gets enforced. Dominion is not enforced until the blessing is understood. Dominion is not enforced until the blessing is understood. But once the blessing is understood, dominion is massively enforced. Because dominion is never really released right until it's from a position of understanding your superiority complex. Because you'll always live out of the capacity of how you see yourself and not the way God created you. And your dominion waffles when you do not see yourself the way God made you to be, and you perceive yourself based upon your actions and how much you know about you, and then therefore your dominion slips because then you kind of live with and without. But you understand your superiority that God gave you. You place demands in the earth and command the curse to turn because the blessing in the earth flips it. You understand what I mean by that? That means when you hit the pavement, the pavement starts shaking because the blessing showed up. And the earth, understand, now you got to understand this place is cursed. Let me tell you something right that. That whole New York thing, I I almost could not say what I wanted to say because I was on the radio today. And if you heard me, I don't know what I'm supposed to say on that place because I never want to get her in trouble. But I'm going to tell you right here now, I'm in the church. That's why I got security. They can't get me out of here. I'm going to tell you right here now, that is an abomination. That ain't even plain sense. That's a stinking abomination. And if you think something's right with that kind of stuff, you're, you're out of your mind, man. And these crazy lunatics think this is the thing they need to be doing with babies like that? You don't know what I'm talking about? You got to pay attention, man. Put on the news. Some of you too far out. Up until the day of a child's born, whatever this nonsense is, they think this is normal. I'm lost as a, I could be lost, I could be, I could be the antichrist. I know something's wrong with that. And the church sits here, the church sits here like quiet. I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. You're going to have to rise up tonight. Injustice is everywhere, man. We better wake up. And you the church. And the curse is, ha-ha, what are you going to do? Man, we're going to rise. I'm telling you what, that's why this mandate's on this message for 2019. I'm preaching the blessing everywhere I go. I'm going to reveal it, release it, reawaken it, empower it. You're going to walk out of here. You're going to open your mouth. You're going to say something, and that earth's going to shake. I'm telling you, you're going to get so wired in this thing because I'm going to tell you right now, the whole book's about the blessing from Genesis to Revelation. It's the God's answer. It is. What? Job, I told you this. Why Job got to go through the hell he's got to go through? You couldn't understand Job. I didn't understand Job for 40 years, man. Job, how do you understand Job? Real simple now, Job. Job had to carry the blessing. Oh, you don't understand? He carried it and gave it. Hello? And came out with double. You, Joseph, come on, guys. We've been here. Why you got to go through hell, Joseph? to get. You can't kill that blessing, but guess what? That blessing had to keep going, and somebody had to carry it. He had a dream and said, what? I see this. They put a coat on him. Everybody hated him. When the blessing shows up on your life, ain't everybody going to clap for you. It's going to separate you. They're going to talk about you. They're going to say, why you got that coat on? You better leave your coat on. Don't don't make them take your coat off. You're going to get a bunch of critics. Tell your critics, shut up. You know what I'm saying? Walk in the blessing. What was Joseph's deal? He got to carry that blessing. Joseph saved all of them. He was up in Pharaoh's house. Hello? 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 And what happened? He saved the whole world. How did he save the whole world? He was a righteous man. Oh, come sleep with me. Oh, no way. Run. Yeah. In the dungeon. Forgotten about. Come on, man. Second most powerful man in the earth. When his brothers seen him, they fell down and cried before him because they knew. My brother was telling the truth. He carried the blessing. Hello? David carried the blessing. Hello? Eric he carried it to, for what? For Jesus why do you mean Jesus? Because Jesus had to come the way Jesus had to come, why? Because he, was going, he had one mission in life, go to the cross. What was the cross about? Take the curse and put the blessing back on you. Put the blessing back on me for what? You don't think we need to know what this is? You better believe we need to know what this is because if we don't know what it is, well, how in the world? We think, oh yeah, Jesus died for me. What's that mean? Jesus died for you. Nah, Jesus, I'm gonna tell you what, I'm gonna tell you exactly what Jesus did. He came to take the curse off you, put the blessing on you, and because he put the blessing on you, you're going to heaven. Because what do you got to remember, guys? Come back. Eden, remember the beginning? Eden was the garden. He made man and put man in Eden. Eden was the Eden-like condition, was the blessing. It's the same thing the children of Israel seen in the promised land. You with me? Eden, remember the promised land? Look, man, watch this. Them spies, remember I told you this? them spies were supposed to go and come back with the report of the blessing and tell the people what they saw now you better pay attention here now i got your attention romans 10 says this don't go there how are they going to hear unless they get a preacher now you better pay attention. This is where it gets prophetic. How they going to go unless somebody sends them? And how you going to get it unless somebody's carrying it? Now watch this, watch this, watch this. This is why you don't just go to church around the corner. Okay? Now stay with me. This is why you don't go to church around the corner. I didn't I ain't went. I'm sent. You better get this. How'd you get it? Hey Pastor Chris, how'd you get it? I got around the revelation of it. When you get around the revelation of something, it doesn't get on you, it gets in you. And when it gets in you, it becomes part of you, and you can only share with people what you really have revelation of. I can tell you a lot of things that book says, but when I got a revelation of something, you could partake of it if you could put faith in it. So I'm not went, I've been sent. Now check this out. Them spies were sent. They were sent by God to go see the blessing. And they were supposed to come back with the report of what they saw. Now, watch this. Watch this. You with me? You with me? The people weren't supposed to see nothing. You're going to get (laughs) it. The people... God didn't tell the people to do Jack. He said, Hey, Israel, you stay here. We're gonna go. And we're gonna go come back and tell you what we see. I'm gonna go in the field, I'll be back. Why did God call them evil? He said, You got an evil report. I didn't tell you come back and talk about the giants in the land. I didn't tell you clowns. They were religious leaders of the day. They were the best. They were the best religious people of the day. He sent them in there and said, go see the land and come back and tell the people. Uh, He told them what to tell them. Tell them you've seen the land flowing milk and honey. These dipsticks come back with the report. We see giants in the land, and we a bunch of grasshoppers. We can't take nothing. we about a bunch of Dudley-Do-Rights, can't do nothing right, can't get anything going. We don't know nothing. And Caleb and Joshua got mad. Say, hush your mouth and shut up. That's modern vernacular. Hush your mouth and shut up. We're well able to take the land. God tell us to go, and I got a revelation. I said, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I know why some of the people looking at me a little cross-eyed sometimes. Like, hey, what is he saying? What is he talking about? I don't know. You like, you look a little bug-eyed sometimes. I love you guys. You're my people. You know what I'm saying? But suddenly you look at me like I don't know if I'm preaching to you or me. Or so I go home. I was like, I don't know if anybody knows what I'm saying, but it's true. It happens. You go places. It happens. You know, you just do stuff. And I'm looking. I'm going away And the Lord told me. He said, son, they ain't. Sp- to see it. You got to see it. You better get this because some of you close to me know what I'm talking about. He said, you got to see it and you come back and tell them what you saw. And the people that say what you see are going to get what you saw. They ain't got to see it. You just got to trust me. It's there. You just gotta trust. When I tell you it's there, it's flowing milk and honey. You go. If that man of God said it, I, I can I can get it. If the man of God said he could see it, I can get it. I don't know what I see. I don't need to know what I see. Tell me what you see, preacher. Tell me what you see. That's how God wanted it done. He said, you go over there in the land and you tell them what you see and you come back and tell them. Then people would have believed three points some million people would have said, if they said it, we could go, let's go. They came back with an evil report and fell dead outside the promised land because the leaders couldn't take them someplace they couldn't see. But I got great news for you here today. I see a land flowing with milk and honey. I see a land flowing with the blessing. I see a land flowing with miracles. I see a land flowing like God said it flows. I see a land. I see it. And if I see it, you can have it. I see it. You gotta believe what the word of God said. I see it. Everything God said, it's there. And all you got to do is believe it. Because I'm tell you right now, those people never got to go. You see what I'm saying? Those people didn't get to go nowhere. They come back waiting for these guys to come back. What'd you see? We seen giants in the land. They started getting scared, Junior. Giants in the land and walled cities and we can't do it. They people said, we grasshoppers. What'd you get a grasshopper? Because These guys told them they seen giants in the land. Now I'm telling you what, Caleb and Joshua seen something. So there's a land flowing with milk and honey. Man, that's your job, guys. Say what I see. Say what I see. God never asked you to see it. You got to get that. God never asked you to see it, God wants you just to say what I see. That sounds so rough in church because church don't talk like this no more, but I could care less. That's a God's honest truth. You better hear what I'm saying. God never asks you sometimes to say what you see. He said, say what he saw because when you say what he saw, you can have what he sees. You don't believe me? You don't believe me? I see rain. He told that joker, go look for rain. He said, what in the world's rain? He said, boy, get up and go look. That joker went up in there, said, I don't see nothing. He said, go back what do you see? I don't see none. He said, go back. He said, what do you see? He said, I don't see none. The man of God said, go back. He said, what do you see? I don't see none. He said, boy, go back. He said, what do you see? He said, I see a cloud. It looks like the hand of a man. Oh my God. He said, now you seeing what I see, kid. Stay there till you see it. I ain't sending you on some goose chase. I ain't sending you on some wonderful mystery tour. I'm sending you a place that I know God's got laid up for you. Just believe it. Don't worry about how he's going to do it. Don't worry about when he's going to do it. Don't worry how he's going to pay everything off. Don't worry about all that stuff. You just go in the land and says my land. is my land. God said it's my land. God said it's mine. God said the blessings are going to go before me. God said, you go in there and tell them this, said the blessing of the Lord make us rich. And it added no sorrow. Come on, somebody. Hey. And it makes me rich. And it adds no sorrow. Woo. No sorrow. Man. No toil. NIV said no toil. I messed them up with that one. No toil. No toil. Man, he starts saying no toil. He's like, I'm laboring hard. <sighs> it's good. Adam jacked it all up. Do you see what I'm saying? That's why I'm going to preach it until you get it. No, I told God yesterday. You said you told God something? You better believe I did. I told them until they get it, I'm not coming off it. So if you don't want to hear all you they asking me, what's the next series? The Blessing. I ain't leaving until you get a revelation of it. I'm going to preach it from 52 states. She got two today. There's two more. The other thing coming, I said, let them call and let us go. We're going to go to Carolina. I'm going to let that thing loose. Why? All those people are going to get rich and added no sorrow. The whole church. Why? Because I'm telling you, listen to me. From Genesis to Revelation, God was trying to teach I'm going to tell you how I got it. You want to know how I got it? I'm going to tell you exactly how I got it. I got a burden for you. I told you this. I said, God, these people gotta get this thing. They need to fix their marriage. They need to get well in body. They need to get healed. They need all this stuff. God, where is it? God, where is it? Right around November, October, whatever. God, I gotta get it for the people. God, I gotta get it for the people. God, I gotta get it for the people. I went, God said, Yeah, here it is. It's the blessing. I said, What do you mean it's the blessing? He said, It's in your birthright. He said, Everything you need is in that blessing. That blessing will turn your marriage around. You don't think so? What do you think marriage is? It's a covenant. It's a covenant. What do you mean a covenant? It's a covenant we got God put together. You understand what I'm saying? You understand that? That's why God don't play lightly with this stuff. You don't play lightly with that. That's part of God's plan. You understand that? That's a covenant made by God. You didn't just make a covenant with one another. You made a covenant with God first. Then you got together. God tell him, take that lightly. You understand me? That's part of the blessing. That's right. He said what? He said he put order in that thing. Look, I'm telling you right here now, everything you need, your money funny, the blessing will turn it down. How's it gonna do it? How in the world I know? He told Isaac, put put money in the dirt. He said, put seed in the dirt, the dirt is cursed. He said, in a famine, he got a hundredfold return. Man, let me tell you something right now. You bless, where you put it, it'll grow. You understand what I'm saying? Everybody got so excited. We better sell in good seed. I understand that good ground and all that. I'm kind of down with that, but I got news for you. When you got a revelation of the blessing, if I show up in a junk pile and put some seed in there, it's gonna flip. You understand know, what I'm saying? You got to flip that dirt. My, my seed will flip the dirt. Isaac, Isaac, Isaac put the seed in a dirt desert and got a hundredfold return in the desert. He's questioning it like this, right? He said, put it there, son. Watch what happens. I'll flip the earth. See, people don't realize this. Come on. Give me like 15 minutes. You understand this? People don't understand this. You just see it. And you just keep brainwashing yourself. I'm in the blessing. Because here's my thing. If you blessed, then there's no way the curse can live in me or on me because what's blessed cannot be cursed. So why am I dealing with sick? I ain't got to deal with no sick. Let me tell you, you're going to get every symptom of sick. Everybody in this room is going to get every symptom of sick. But when sick shows up, you got to tell sick, sorry, I'm blessed. <laughs> I understand. You get a report. The doctor said you can't. Well, I got news for you. The blessed says you can. They say you can't live. The blessed says you can live. Come on, they say you can't walk, the blessing says you can walk. You understand this? Hey, wait a minute, go slow. Jesus, if you took the curse and I got the blessed, wait a minute now. You can't bless and curse. No, you can't curse what's been blessed. So... If I'm blessed, I can't live in no curse. And all of a sudden your body starts ching, ching, snapping in place and start doing what it couldn't do because you got a revelation of the blessing. But I got news for you. Who went on the cross to take your place and take your curse? Jesus, and he got your body and he got my body. The next time you say to yourself, you're in your body, you ain't, Joe, you ain't in your body. You're in the body of Christ. So you look more like Christ than you look like Joe. So guess what? Joe can do what Christ can do. Come on, somebody. That's the truth. But you got to, Let me tell you something right now. You got to brainwash yourself to this message. Okay? You got to brainwash yourself to this. Okay? You understand that? Because here's what you got to understand. Galatians chapter 3. You all right? Everybody okay? Everybody right, Doing all right? You got a little bit in you? I'm not going to keep you all night, man, but you guys just going to get this. Ready? Galatians chapter 3. You ready for this? You all right? Look at this. Look at Galatians 3. Look at Galatians 3.17. Just look at this. Here, I'll give you this part, and I'll give you the other side, and you'll see it. You okay? You doing good? You got Galatians 3? Genesis, I'm sorry. I'm bad. I'm in the front of the book. You're in the back of the book. Come on, what's up? I was in. Genesis 3. And he said in Adam, you ready for this? You got, you pulling this in? He said in Adam, because you listened to the voice of your wife and has eaten of the tree... Keep going. Which I commanded thee, saying, thou shalt not eat of it. Cursed is the ground for your sake. He said, the earth cursed forever because of you. See, now you got to put this blessing in your mouth. You got to speak it. And that's where words come in. What does James chapter 3 said? He said, you can't be spitting cursings and blessings out in the same mouth. He said, that ain't right. He said, you better speak blessing. Deuteronomy 30 talks about two mountains. Said one was cursed and one was blessed. We say he said this day I've proven to you speak life, speak life. You got you got to be careful with your mouth, man. Keep your mouth closed. So many people talking lack. So just you got Genesis. Watch this. And in sorrow thou shalt eat of it all the days. See that all the days of your life you're going to eat out of the sorrow of your life. Keep going. Watch 18 and 19. Thorns and thistles shall it bring forth unto thee, and thou shalt eat the herb of the field. And in the sweat of thy face you shall eat bread till thou return on the ground, for it was what out of thou was taken, from dust you are, and from dust you'll go, for you shall return. What's he saying? He said the earth's cursed. He told Noah the same thing. No, now you, you, you understand? Noah ain't about some rainbow in the sky. Noah was a preserver of the blessing. He told the same thing that he told Adam. He said, you're going to keep this blessing rolling, man. And he said, I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to keep you and your eight, and you're going to build me a boat because I'm getting ready to flood the earth. Why do you think Noah got to get in a boat? That, that ain't some Bible story who's preserving the blessing. And y'all know what happened when he got out the boat. The boys got him one day, right? We talked about this. Ham, Shem, and Japheth thought it was real cute. Daddy's naked in the tent, drunk as a skunk. Let's expose it. Now, they covered it. Canaan's cursed forever, but Shem's carrying the blessing. You seeing this? What's Noah got to build a boat for? Blessings got to go on. He ain't going to lose you. He had you. Let me tell you something. New. God had you on his mind from Genesis chapter 1 to Revelations. He's trying to figure out, how do I get him back? My God in heaven, if we ever get a revelation that all he ever tried to do was get you back, you ain't never going to leave his side. That's all he wanted to do was get you back. That's all it was. Noah's building an ark to get you back. Joseph's going through to get you back. Job's hanging on to get you back. Everything's about getting you back because I got to get the blessing back on my children. Because in Adam, we had it on us, and in Adam's sin, Sin entered into the world, and now we're doomed in sin until the second Adam, Jesus, comes and takes the place of the first Adam in a sense and rectifies what the first Adam lost because of sin. And the second Adam came spotless and sinless and redeemed mankind from the curse and put the blessing back. On me and you. So what's the moral of today? The moral of today is this. Give me five minutes. Let me tell you what it is. That if the blessing is back on my life, then obviously the curse cannot be on me. How did you get the blessing? You were born into the blessing through the new birth. And sickness has no right in you or on you because the blessing overtakes the curse because the curse can't be on you if it's on Jesus. Come on, you seeing it? And now the toil part, that's for another day. But here's the idea about the blessing. That the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentile through faith. Now watch this. Just because, see, this is the thing. Jacob, real quick, you're going to hear this Sunday, so I don't want to let the thing all out. But here's the thing. Jacob never really understood what he had because he stole it. Now this is identification of understanding. Jacob steals the birthright because Esau, right, come on, was supposed to get it. But he went in there and he pulled the pulled a 180 on him and kind of went in there and got Isaac to pronounce the blessing upon him. And when he got the blessing, Jacob had the blessing. He stole the blessing, but the blessing was still producing. Laban even knew it. He said, man, I'm blessed because of you. He said, I'll give you all my kids. Just stay in my house because all the while you're with me, I'm blessed and prospering, and it's because of you. Don't leave me. But Jacob got smart and said, Jacob was trapped in the identity problem all his life because what does he do he wrestles with God in Genesis and he says these words he said this he said I will wrestle with you until the break of day until you bless me he didn't know he was blessed already you understand that? because he stole it now let me show you something here because he stole it he never really identified with it he was in an identity complex for a while Because it was not his by birthright because he stole it. It was still on him because it was spoken over him. And it showed you that because Esau in Hebrews chapter 12 tried to get it back. He wept vehemently but couldn't get it back because what Isaac said was done. Isaac wept when he heard it because he said, what? He said, I can't undo what I said. It's on your brother now for life. That's why Jacob sent sent gifts coming from three different directions to try to get Esau to give him favor because he was scared of him. He said that. He said he gave him so much cattle and gave him so much. Man, let me tell you something about Jacob. Jacob was loaded too. This blessing makes you loaded. You better get me right here. Make it rich and add it no sorrow. The the blessing makes you rich. Look, don't get mad at people with a lot of stuff. They just know they're blessed. Look, I'm telling you right now, don't go mad at no preacher. Don't get mad at nobody flying around. Just hush your mouth. Let me tell you, this blessing will make you as rich as you know blessed can make you rich. I'm telling you, listen to me. And you say, well, it ain't about money. Well, sooner or later, it's going to get about a little bit of money for you. You got to need some money to do something. You know what I'm saying? So let the blessing out it no sorrow. You understand what I'm saying? Well, you know, I don't want to go to church and hang out with all the hypocrites. they talking about money and all this. You're going to be in hell with a bunch of hypocrites then. <laughs> Knock yourself out. I'm going to be in heaven with some righteous people. People act so goofy. You, God wants you to have the money so the kingdom can get the money so you can be a blessing. Amen. We'll read it on Sunday in Hebrew. Right, five minutes. I got it, 8.30. I'm going. I'm shutting it down. I'm going to pray for you. I told you I got three minutes. I'm watching the clock. You with me? You okay with me? Stay with me. You with me? Now watch this as I flip this, okay? Because you got to stay in this thing. So Jacob shows up and tells God, I'll wrestle with you all night long to you. What do you mean bless you? You don't even know who you are. And he wrestled with what happened. His hip went out of joint and God said, hey. And then he said these words. He said, He said, hey, who are you? He said, I'm who? I'm Jacob. He said, no, you are Israel. And Israel got what? The blessing on it. He's trying to show him you ain't who you think you are. You're what I made you to be. And watch this. What did he say then? He said, and who are you? He said, I bless you. Come on, somebody. He let him see his identity. And then he said, okay, now that you see me the way I don't see myself, and you spoke something. God said, I bless you. And this thing's kicking in gear now because he's seeing himself the way God sees him. And he said these words. He said, not only am I blessed, he said, I want to know who you are. He said, and now that you really want to know me, I'm going to double bless you. And he said he blessed me. He gave him favor with God and favor with man. And he said this. He said, this is Peniel. He said, this is the place I've seen God face to face. You know what he's saying? I finally met the God that I was serving all my life, but I never really knew who he was. Right? And really with a struggle, want what the struggle was? Jacob was struggling with himself. Let me tell you something right now. You're all struggling with yourself too and so am I struggling with an identity of if I'm supposed to be, why do I got, if I'm supposed to have, why do I got, if it's supposed to be like this, why do I got, if it's supposed to be, why do I have, if it's supposed to, why is this, if it's supposed to, and i come to the conclusion you need to come to. I'm not going to start trying to figure out nothing. I'm just going to put faith in the blessing and stand there and learn that if I'm blessed in the city, you better believe I'm gonna be blessed in the city. If I'm blessed in the field, stop trying to figure out why you're in what you're in. Or where. You don't think Job had a question. You don't think Joseph had a question. You don't think Jesus had a question. You don't think everybody from Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John had a question about the blessing. If we in the blessing, why am I walking through what I gotta walk through? I don't know, but I know this. As long as you just keep walking in the blessing of God. As long as you keep speaking the blessing of God, as long as you keep saying what the blessing of God says, sooner or later, you're going to start seeing that blessing start responding back to you the way that blessing is supposed to respond. But I'm going to tell you right here and now, this ain't for the I tried it. No, you don't try it. You stay in it. And you say what God says. And I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to leave you that one scripture, I'm going go home, right? You can start playing. I'm going to leave you this one scripture. I got to put faith in the blessing. Write that down. Write that down. I got to put faith in the blessing. And you better, I'm going to give you Wednesday scripture all over again. How many of you did this? How many of you heard me this morning screaming at the thing? Second Timothy. Everybody say 2 Timothy. 2 Timothy chapter 2. I'm telling you, people coming on an assignment just to be stupid in your life. Most of them knew your relatives. Um, you think I'm kidding, man. No, I'm telling you now, man. This, the, ask, ask, ask me if I'm not kidding. Go, 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 go. Go go to 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 14. We're done. I'm going to pray for this people that ain't feeling good. Everybody say, faith for the blessing. I got to have a strife-free life. I'm going to tell you right now. You ain't serious. Watch this. Listen to me. You're going to get this now. This is very important. This is spiritual. You are not serious about the blessing if you still want to be popping off at your mouth. You still playing games. I'm telling you, it will make you grow. Let me tell you, spiritual growth will kick in the minute you need God to move. You ain't really serious about God moving until you're going to change your mouth. I, listen to me. I love you, and I'm, I'm I'm smacking myself in the face while I'm preaching to you. I'm smart enough to know everybody's getting rebuked a little bit, but I'm going to help you right here and now. And if you don't want to help, then you you could do what you want to do. You know what? Man, I want the blessing more than I want my opinion. I want the blessing more than I want my feelings. I want the blessing more than I want to know what I think about a matter. I'm I'm am I'm, I'm, I'm done, man. I don't, you want to argue, go argue. I ain't argue with nobody. I told somebody today, I said, you're, you're, t- I told people this week, I said, you're wrong and you're making biggest mistakes of your life. You could do what you want to do. That's your own business, but that's the truth. And you don't like the truth Then let the truth hit you in the head. That's your own business, but I love you. I got people all day long asking, what do I do about this? I'm not going to lie to you. Miss Linda was there the other day. Her rock stand, in the office. Did I not say stuff? I said, that's the totally stupid thing in the world. She knows what I'm talking about. I said, that's, I told everybody, that's stupid, and that's just the way it is. And if you want to get mad at me about it, you can get mad all day long, but people can't get mad, but that's the truth. I ain't going to sit here and get argue with people. It ain't no sense arguing with people. Don't you argue with nobody. The servant of the Lord must not strive. Of these things, put them in remembrance, charging them before the Lord, that they strive not about words to no profit. You're arguing about nonsense. You tell me the last time you had an argument about something important, I'm going to tell you you probably lying. Something stupid. Right? It's stupid stuff. You know and Speak the truth in love. You could say anything to anybody. It's how you say it. Say it nice. Say it sweet and go your merry way. But look at this scripture, man, because I'm telling you right here now, this is the God's honest truth. Look right here. Watch. Verse 23. We're going to read 23 through 26 we're done. And then everybody that's not feeling good, I'm going to pray for you first. Go to 2 Timothy 2.23. Write these scriptures down. You need to have these. But foolish and unlearned questions avoid knowing that they do gender strife. He said the servant of the Lord must not strive. You can't get any strife. You a servant of the Lord, stay away from strife. It's quarreling. It's fighting. It's arguing. When we ain't fighting, you fighting? Just no strife-free zone. I'll tell you right now, go on, strife-free house, strife-free office, no strife. Everybody got one of them around. We ain't getting any strife. Now watch why. Must be what? Not strife, be gentle in all, men apt to teach, patient. Keep going. Watch this. In meekness instructing those who oppose themselves. If God prevention will give them repentance to the acknowledging of the truth. Keep going. This is the worst part. That they may recover themselves out of the snare of the devil. Who's in the snare of the devil? The people that continually fall into strife, who are taken captive by his will. Let me tell you what the devil does. When he wants to invade your life, he comes in through strife. Anytime he wants, you start getting close to the blessing, you better put the strife monitor up because it's coming. He just come in there and jack you. up One of the things you always said, it's a canker. That canker worm come and ate the, remember Joel talked about it? He said the, the, the locusts in the cake, they came and ate the harvest. That stuff gets in it. We all do it. Stupidest stuff in the world. It's like a setup. I can sit down. PL will tell the God's honest truth. She'll not. I say, here it comes, it's coming. we getting good momentum. We're getting good traction. We get good traction in the church. We're getting good traction. Here comes strife. It's, it's all lies. It's stupid. Some people are mad about it. They don't even know what they're mad about. And I say, here it comes, strife. You don't get in it. Don't get in it. Have a strife-free life. Captive at his will. Yeah, Joker, just come in. Here we go. I'll drop a little strife bomb. Next thing you know, they'll be fighting. and blah, 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 blah. I'll be robbing everything they got. you over there punching one another, fighting with words. The devil's running around your house, stealing all your stuff. Emptying your pockets. Taking your stuff. Oh, yeah, you're fighting? Good. Let me take your purse. You know, yeah, cool. Robbing you blind. Now, there ain't no strife in this house. You understand me? Go home. Take yourself out of this. I ain't getting strife at work. I ain't getting strife at the house. Because I'm going to tell you right here. And we're going to see it. And that's it. Abraham and Lot. The blessing was so thick. These jokers had so much cattle they couldn't even live together. They They were arguing. And God said, man, hey, Abraham was smart. He said, Lot, you gotta go, bro. I should have got rid of you a long time ago. I was trying to be nice. I can't do it no more. And he separated, he said, You go your way, I'll go my way. Because wherever I go, I know the blessings going with me. He said, you go where you feel like going. We've been here, right? You know what he told that joker? He said, I'll go. He went to Sodom and Gomorrah, bad move. But guess what? Abraham went the other way and was blessed. But what happened the minute he separated from Lot? What happened the minute he separated from Lot? God spoke to him and said, look up and see now. Man, that always that scares me. What could he not see before God said, look up and see now? He had limited vision. Let me tell you, the people in your life will give you limited vision if they cause drama in your life. You ain't going to be able to see. I'm going to tell you, as an organization, you got to eradicate that work, your house. Say, nah, we're all going to say the same thing because we're all going to see the same thing, and we're going to speak the same way. He said, lift up your eyes now and look into the hills. Look at what I gave you. I got so much more for you than what you were seeing because you were limited in what you could see because of the strife that was around you. Woo! You make a strife-free zone. We ain't getting no strife. Amen? Amen, you believe it? And now you let this blessing kick in. And I'm going to give you more stuff, faith for the blessing. Everybody say faith for the blessing. You just keep hearing, I'm blessed. You go home, you lay hands on the kids, tell them they're blessed. You're blessed. Blessed. Blessed, you're blessed. Keep speaking the blessing. And don't you undo it. Now listen to me. Don't you get your mouth on unbelief and start speaking around your house. Don't talk broke. Don't talk sick. Don't talk none of that. Because every time you talk it, you side in with the blessing or you side in with the curse. And if you side in with the curse, you ain't siding in with life. Thank you for listening to this episode of Relevant Live with Pastor Chris. If you are interested in learning more about Relevant Church, we invite you to visit us today at RelevantFL.org. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel to hear more messages like this one every single week. And as always, welcome home.